You are now listening to The Reality Is. It's that fucking simple. It's that simple. These conversations are real. It's not rocket science, people. It's really not. If you love somebody, if you love a, a man and he's good to you, Love him like you love your child, just differently. Just different. And yeah. an adult, man, it's that simple. You're already equipped with the tools. Right, right. And the thing that I hate the most is when we watch TV and you got so many people that don't know how to love, especially women, when all these motherfuckers do is watch love shows. Oh, yeah. They I see know. somebody kissing, hugging, they watching all these dating shows. You see what not to do, mm-hmm. and you know what to do. <laughs> Whoa. Come on, Drake. Happy and get the job done. <laughs> All right, we'll go in, man. So we back, man. This is we sliding into the next episode. This is episode three forty. Three forty. I, like I like to keep even numbers in this yeah, motherfucker, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But this is the thing, man. We got a special guest, man. I'm gonna let you introduce him, man. Well, that's G. That's G. I, I kind of said it at the end of the last yeah. episode. The, the the queen of the G lounge, you know what I'm saying? The green goddess. I looked up again. G Humber, Miss Humber, Miss Everything. She's a queen. She's a goddess. She's a grown woman. And she's uh, she's very open with her opinion and don't really give a about up. what people think. <laughs> no, but she's great. A great conversationalist. For sure. Because she's open with her yeah. opinions and open with her feelings yeah. and, and is not afraid to, to tell her story about where she came from and where she's at. And before we let her say something, I reached out to you and I was like, last minute, I was like, yo, I want to have some deep conversation. Mm-hmm. I want to have some dope conversation, but I want to have it from a woman who has a voice, mm-hmm. strong enough to speak it, open-ended, can talk about anything, mm-hmm. but I ain't going to let your ass off the hook with <laughs> basic ass shit. That's what I like about you, Gina. Right. You won't let a nigga come in and be like, oh, just, oh, I was sweet to her. No, nigga, what did you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what's sweet to you, nigga? Yeah, exactly. So we got Miss G on the that. phone, I mean, on uh, on Zoom. We got her in the studio. How you doing today? I am so, I'm so honored. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I have to, I, I really am. I'm so honored one for the kind words, right? Mm-hmm. But more so that you, you, both of you um, see something in me, which really is really just a reflection of yourself, the beauty yeah. in yourself. So mm. thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate that. Don't be giving I Frank no, say, no compliments. I want to say all the good shit. You know, so <laughs> Get it out the way. People can go, you know, she they, they say good stuff about her. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get started. Right. But I wanted to bring you in, G, because we talk so much about dating and so many times you hear people talk about dating and it's, mm-hmm. it's the same old shit. It's cliche. You can tell they yeah. listen to horrible decisions, podcasts, or some other <laughs> yeah. dick sucking shit. That, Man, that it's just some other bullshit. So we wanted to bring right. you in because we know you can, you know, kind of liven it up and give us some real answers mm-hmm. to start off. Oh, we want to talk about who deemed women the prize. Mm-hmm. So often in relationships and dating, you hear people be like, I'm the prize or women. You you can see the hoodest woman on social media to Michelle Obama types saying I'm the prize. Mm-hmm. What makes women the prize, G? Well, you know what? I'm going to be really <laughs> with you. Women probably came up with that. No and doubt. I don't see women or men as the prize. Good I answer. see the goal of love as the prize. Mm. The, the ability for us to be able to give to the other person. That's the prize. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Cause you could have, you could have a woman and she's, you know, she looks good on the outside, but inside she's just a trash heart Oof. kind of person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's not the prize. You know, the prize also for me isn't a man who, you know, just does one thing and doesn't do, you know, like uh, the prize isn't the prize is what you bring to the relationship. Mm. Yeah. It's definitely not, you know, the woman being the prize because you and I all know we all know trash people, you know, it has nothing to do with their gender, you know, but what you bring into the table. And we're both we're both seeking the prize. Right. If you put the if you put the prize outside of this individual, or that individual now is something that we both. Extract. Yeah, yeah, yeah like that's that. dope. Right. What y'all, like saying, that. That what y'all saying that, though, it makes me think about it like this. You know, how that commercial where the nigga holding that thing like got to be quicker than that. Yeah. And you know how they always got a carrot in front of you. <laughs> right. To me, the teamwork yeah, yeah. is if I'm the nigga chasing yeah. the carrot as a man and I right. haven't figured out how to get the carrot. 
my mm-hmm. stupid ass. Gina, you should be able to walk in off the sideline and be like, nigga, you the one holding the carrot on the ride. Mm-hmm. Reel that bitch in and really? put the ride down. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, so we both can get this motherfucker. You got food right here. You right. got love right here, but it's always in a grasp because we're not thinking mm-hmm. about Absolutely. how to bring it in or thinking as a team right. and serving one right. another to bring it full circle. Well, let, G, talk about how, you know, when you always mention you know, one person being the head and the other being the neck and a woman and a man, like that teamwork aspect of it. I always love that analogy. Well, you know, like how, I, you know, I have a different mindset than the, I feel like than the sisters are now, you know, like I feel like the mindset I have is the mindset that our elders passed down, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And yeah. so the way that I was raised or the way, the way that I believe how a woman can move better in her relationship mm-hmm. is her understanding her role, right? So can you, you say that one more, man, you just said it, a role, it's a bar. role, there's a role, you know, people like one. to think there's, there's a role, you know, there's a role. And so I think what happens <laughs> is over time, you know, it was supposed to be back in the day, right? You were supposed to have these rites of passage. That's what we had. You know, when we look at our tribal self, we look at our ancestry, we look at a rites of passage. And what used to happen was there used to be our elders, right? Mm -hmm. And they would come in and they would talk to women about how to be women, you know, talk to women about how to care for your man. Mm -hmm. And so the same thing would happen for men, you know, there was a rites of passage. Mm -hmm. And so over time, you know, just because of the breakdown of family, the breakdown of how things are, you know, that kind of went to the side, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so when you, but when you look at a man and a woman or, you know, a partnership of two people, you are looking at, um, a strong head and a strong neck. Yeah. Neither one is uh, the lesser or the weaker. They both have very important roles in making something move forward. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You need, uh, you, I need him as much as he needs me. Bro, mm-hmm. I'm not better than That's him it. and he's not better than me. But most people, so from my experience and since it's all black people, like I feel like a lot of black women in the South, in Texas, mm-hmm. in Dallas, mm-hmm. I'm learning to like break that shit all the way down. Right, Not right, just right. Texas, because Houston black women are different. They're different. But it's like they don't understand the serving part. Mm. It's like yeah. they got dicks too. Like I was sitting <laughs> yeah, at I was sitting bro, I was sitting at the table this weekend and I heard these girls and they was like, Oh, if I was a man, I have a big dick. No, you wouldn't. You don't know <laughs> that shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's like yeah, TV. You, got that you, energy, maybe. you don't hear no nigga walking around talking about some man, if I had a pussy, that bitch would <laughs> be juicy than a motherfucker. <laughs> like, what? Like, I know where you was going with that. We don't understand our own power. Right. I don't have to have a dick to be a powerful person right. in a relationship. Right. Yeah. You know, just me having or be all more the confident. divine parts that I have. Yeah. That's power in and of itself. And you ever want to see, like, a man fall down to his knees, let some <laughs> pussy come into the room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No let, doubt know, about let, it. I don't need my dick to come into the room. No. Let, let all that aura and energy yeah. come up. Open up in that nostril. Oh, yeah. he, you know, especially when it's he, confidence, you know, man. He gonna fall in line. You know, that's that subdue shit. But you know, you know what? You, but what he just said and what you just said, Gene, is true. Like if a woman knows her place and a man knows his place, right? See, people don't like to hear places and roles. No, they don't. Yeah, they they feel, don't like to hear. I, I tell people all the time, we're in a world to where I don't even believe in religion and all of this shit the way I used to. But like, if the world was gonna end, I believe this is the time. Yeah. Like, there's no <laughs> roles. Everybody thinks oh, you can do man. whatever you want. Anything right. is right, mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. is okay to do. Mm-hmm. I ain't saying like I believe gays. Trend, like, you should be able to be who you want. But when mm-hmm. it comes to right. roles and things that are set in place, they were set in place for a reason. Right. And when you Absolutely. sweep away the old thing. What are we left with? Exactly. What right. the fuck are we left? Who right. are we listening to? Social media, right. motherfuckers. And, see, and that's the thing. Right. Like, uh, gee, uh, he's he's gonna be reading that book, The Way of the Superior Man. And I was telling starting him, that bitch oh, tomorrow. Right. And that's the thing. When you read that book, you're gonna see yeah. that it does break it down, not by gender. It's by energy, masculine, feminine energy. Yeah, and masculine energy could be. Um, it could be consumed by a woman and just like feminine energy could be in a man. Yeah. It's not about right. male and female, yeah. but it talks about roles and things like that. So if you're in a masculine mm-hmm. role, then these are the expectations. The feminine role, these mm-hmm. expectations got nothing to do with gender. 
And that's yeah. what I said. It's going mm-hmm. to break down some of the constructs in your mind. But we also all know, like I was reading this uh, article from The Atlantic and it, I forgot the lady's name, but I took a, a, a quote from it and it's still kind of talking about who's the prize and where they come up with this. Mm-hmm. And she said, it's like mm-hmm. if it doesn't go well, there are 20 other guys. If you go on a date with a guy or a girl, if it doesn't go well, there are 20 other guys or girls who look like you in my inbox. And I'm sure they feel the same way that there are 20 guys or 20 other girls in their inbox. So if I go out on a date with a girl that don't go well, she ain't tripping. She may not even be putting forth her best effort. You know why? Because it's 10 other niggas in her DMs already saying some shit. She got options. Everybody has options, even though they're negative. Because do you understand that even though motherfuckers got options, it's still a higher rate of uh, infidelity, people being single Mm -hmm. and marriages being broken up because Mm -hmm. nobody, everybody want to figure out what these options are. Yeah. Nigga, my, I don't do online dating. No, I'm not never getting have. on. Nigga, I get on Bumble, it's done. But <laughs> <laughs> just because you she got people in your DMs, like, I'm like, listen, like, just because, you know, I'm sure all, all three of us do, right? Yeah. So just because you have people in your DMs, that don't mean that they're my option. Right. right. It's true. And that's why I'd be like, I'd tell a girl in a minute, oh, go on, bye. <laughs> See ya. But you have to have confidence in yourself to know what you bring to the table. Right. And you also have to know what you want in a exactly. relationship. Exactly. And at this point, like, yeah, I know what I want. Yeah. So since we got a realist in here, man, like Gina, sex, man, <laughs> sex seems to be the thing that breaks up a lot of relationships these days outside of even financing. You know, women are just, they making just as much money, if not more than men these days. So normally women ain't, Women who are real world women, not IG models, they ain't checking for a nigga who got bread. (laughs) They trying to find somebody who can be compatible and bring something together. Bring one. But men don't look for the same things in a woman that a woman looks for in a man. But it oftentimes seems like, and I'm only speaking for guys like myself in this moment where you're looking for something, you know what you want, and you're not settling for that. Not 20-year-old me. Yeah. Not 20-year-old me. Not niggas out here just fucking random. I ain't doing none of that shit. So where was I going with this? Sex. Why is that shit so hard to come by? So hold on. Before you before you say anything, G, uh, I just need the audience to know yeah. that most of the time, her opinions, being a woman, yeah. are not very popular with other women. I'm just saying. Yeah, because not she's not going to stand with them just because they're women, and that's why she's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what'd you say? Sex? Sex. So for me, and I'll break it down to you a little bit more. Like, yeah. I, I got homeboys where they be like, yo, if I take a girl out on the third date, by the third date, I want to fuck. And I'm like, that's kind of, <laughs> even for me, like, if the vibe is right and we both there, cool. Maybe, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. maybe. But like, I'm not going out with the expectation of by the time the third date happens, right. I need to be fucking this bitch mm-hmm. or it's a wrap. <laughs> and I say a bitch because of, I mean, I don't have no respect for it if I'm trying to hit it on the third date. That's just all I'm thinking about. Yeah. So for me, like, how do we get to that transition of being able to be open enough to talk about what we want from women in a sexual capacity? Mm-hmm. Because most men that's the top one of the top three things we actually choose a partner for outside yeah. of looks, taking care of home, sex. <laughs> right. Right. And nobody wants you know, to take care of home or fuck no more. You know, I, I you know, my grandmother told me something that I, I told French a long time ago, which was always be angry with your man from the neck up. Yeah. So, Boy, you know, like, mm. you, you know, like I understood, see, it goes back to that conversation we were having, you know, I understand, you know, man, I don't know how to say it, but you just say it. Oh, this is the reality is you can just say that shit. <laughs> just say that. But uh, I, I find it very profitable in my relationship to be able to cook well and fuck well. And I like, you know, I have, I think sex is a beautiful thing, a conversation Mm. to be had. I think it should be done every single day. Um, I like it twice a day. Come on. I do do have a high sex drive. You lucky motherfucker. And and my partner has to have a high sex drive. And um, a funny conversation is that with my partner one time, we were talking and <laughs> and what happened was um, I like it a little, you know, a little, a little rough. Yeah. And so every um, good girl does. You know, every good girl does. Praise God. <laughs> and so my point mm. is, is that you know, so we're talking about sex, right? So we're, what what I'm talking about in general is without getting everybody into my bedroom is that yeah. I think sex is a vital, important part in a, of a relationship. Mm. Yeah. And I and I think it's a part of me speaking to him as much as it is yep. a part of me healing him. Yes. And I think the healing same thing. Shit. 
wasted sex. Like, you know, let's take the, the just the need to feel good yeah. at the end, at the beginning of the day. No. You know, just us being able to communicate in a world that says you're not worthy, mm. in a world that says you don't make enough, you're not yes. this, mm. not that, not that. And to be able to come home to someone and have them enter you and heal you inside you. Man. You know, if we looked at come. Yeah. Right. If we looked at come as this type of medicine, Ooh. right. Yep. If we looked at giving head as a type of medicine, therapeutic, away all fuck and all of that. Yeah. Oh, just take that shit away. Just look at that shit is pure medicine. And you know, to be honest with you, you know, when we talk about you know giving head, whether to the woman or me, yeah. these things help inside your own body. Yes, like you know what I'm saying. Healing him heals certain parts of our body. But see, we look at it because we look at it in terms of well, I got to do another thing. That's what I'm saying. Task. It's a job. Yeah. That, but we don't, don't look it. at it as an extension <laughs> of talking to him. Yeah. Sometimes I just need to talk to him, you know, in a way so he can understand. You know, mama. Ma- you know, mama doesn't necessarily always have to say it. Mama could just show know, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, See, but not being funny, G, but not not being funny, G, the way you even saying mama, you know what I'm saying? Like, get into your bag. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, get in that bag. Like, I, I, you know, look here, man. So I was messing with this chick one time and like, it's exactly what G said. I'm aggressive. You know, I've told you that shit. I, you know, I need to be able to wring a bitch neck sometime. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Literally. Literally. (laughs) This motherfucker. So it's like, for me, it's like to be, I remember coming home one day, having a rough day girl I was talking to she came by like I told you you ain't gotta say nothing I remember I wanted it early I was like yo can I get some head she's like you ain't gotta ask me for that shit mm-hmm. I just wanna touch you a little bit longer then I'ma take care of it hey man say less okay them the kind of motherfuckers you like <laughs> I need her back around mm-hmm. oh she across town my 38 9 year old ass gonna drive the fuck over there because right. I know that I'm gonna be taken care of and somebody that knows your language enough that it, anybody who don't fuck with me know I like to eat after fucking mm-hmm. a nigga who know how to get your plate together <laughs> oh my and don't and like and like Gina says, they are willing to serve. Sucking dick Tell is not me. a chore. Fucking no, is not, not a chore. Therapeutic. You look at it as I'm healing my man. That's right. But so many women in my situations, especially black women, they be like, "Well, if you I, if you do this, I need you to. I need you." To, but it's like, yo, I'm already doing things. Mm. I'm not doing certain things no more because I'm not getting this. Yeah, that's a, that's a totally different perspective when you talk about sex in that way. Yeah, um, as being therapeutic, like a trade off, healing, like. That, that's a different way of looking at it sex. Is, but that's the only way I look at it. Yeah. How many times have we even came here and we're like, bro, people look at sex the wrong way? No doubt. Like, if and you're my to. girl and you're sure. only thinking of, like, like Gina said, oh, it's another task today. I already done worked. I done took the kids here. I done did this and that. Like, I don't feel like doing that. Right. And it's like, nah, bro. It's, yeah. well, you still got stuff to do. This is the thing I tell <laughs> people, too. Work to if do. you're a woman and you got kids... Take care of your man in an adult manner the same way you take care of your child. Wow. If he has a failed grade or he hurt himself in sports, do you not console that motherfucker? Mm-hmm. If I have a bad day at work, can yeah. you not talk to me and console me? Rub my yeah. back? Right. Be, make, me, make me be the little motherfucking spoon. Right. Exactly. God damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need Hold those same me. things. Console too. me. Bro, we need the same thing. Yeah, see, that, this, this is the vulnerability of, and this is the type of conversations that we be having. And I have to, I have to give you all the credit in the world. That, you know, the reason why I'm able to elevate in my thinking now and in my my I'm more mature in the way that I express myself is because of these kind of conversations. Yeah. You know, like it's OK to to say, yeah, I need to be. But was it not the love of a woman that got you here? Exactly. Yeah. No doubt about it. And since I've been single, the love of a woman has gotten me to this point. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah, man. You got to give credit what credit is due. Mm-hmm. We so quick to call out women for what they don't do right. and men for what they don't do, mm-hmm. but it's so important. I was telling Frank before you came, I was like, I asked somebody like, yo, I made something for you that you like to eat, but I know this person, so I knew that meant I miss you. Right. So I was just like, why can't you just tell me you miss me and you want me to come over because you want to see me and then make the pie? Exactly. You offering, you want me to come over because you offer me a pie and mm-hmm. you think because you're being nice, I should just come over. Yeah. I need you to fucking say the words. You tell me. Right. No doubt about it. So, you know, we forget that building up our men and women, you know, it's 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 a dual job. mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But I liked what you said. You know, we do it for our children. Mm -hmm. You know, when our children fall, when our children mess up, we're there to console and make them feel better. But somehow when it comes to the partner in your life, you don't want to do that. Right. You know, it's 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 really sick. And we're supposed to understand that. Right. 
Yeah, and then we wonder why our relationships are the way they are. Are you getting you that lunchtime head? <laughs> right. Or you right. got to work, bitch. Right. I mean, I'm just saying, like, a yeah. lot of times I always right. ask women and men, if somebody cheats on you, to me, I only can speak for myself to where I'm like, it's either because he just a dog and he want to do that shit right. or something's not going right. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a firm believer that every man has dog in him. Mm-hmm. But can you keep that motherfucker on the leash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been able to maintain my leash when I'm usually in relationships. Right. When I'm out, I let that nigga go. <laughs> let it fly. You know what I'm saying? And, but, and can you be the dog in that relationship? But can you be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But for me, it's like, dude, girls be like, oh, no, nah, I wasn't fucking him. I wasn't, I didn't do nothing for him. We only fucked a couple times a year. Well, you think he going to stay? Right. <laughs> I just don't you understand know, I that. want I want the the man that in my relationship to be a dog in my relationship. Boy. Meaning I want to be that other woman. Yeah. So I'm going to, you know, have a little ponytail. Put the piece in. Yeah, I see you, girl. I see you. Put the piece in. You, know, you, know, you, you know, know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I got to be. So, you know what I'm saying? Imagine if, imagine, brothers, if this, if that, we, I'm talking about women now, yeah. you know, because. I can see people like, oh, you know, which they'll say, why can't you talk about the men? But I, I can only talk about my experience, yeah. right? So imagine if we as women understood that in relationships, variety is nice for both parties, it right? Is. And so I want to be a different woman. Maybe, you know, I wear a little ponytail, or I do my hair blonde, yeah. and I want you to call me a different name. Yeah. Or I want us to fucking di- have sex in a different room. Mm, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Something totally, Something or yeah. in the bathroom, or in the airport, yeah. or whatever, <laughs> you know? And so we don't bring that we don't bring that. We might bring it in the first two, three weeks yeah. of us dating, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe maybe it might last six, seven months yeah. afterwards. But mm-hmm. then, you know, it goes back into the same thing. But we all want something different. Right. Yeah. We all and if and if the woman is really moving in that feminine energy that you guys were just talking about, you know, there's some creativity there. There's yes. some, you know, listen, meet me yeah. at your in your car or yeah. rent a car and yeah. you know, have some fun. Just do be messy. Yeah. People don't know how, but this yeah. is the thing too. Different. And I've heard it from black women. A lot of <laughs> black women different. don't know how to be dirty. <laughs> they don't know how to allow themselves to yeah. be just to be just to be mm-hmm. like they think about what I look like or what I and it's like come on man yeah there's a lot like you don't think dudes be thinking some of that shit but then once the act starts it's a wrap right and you gotta you gotta create like we've talked about on several different occasions uh, you know you you have, there's a couple of things I think we have to create a safe space yeah but then as an individual you also have to be confident and okay with yeah. whatever the fuck decisions you make yeah you know you got to be able to live with that shit but it's also like she was saying in the beginning she was like in the beginning a lot of people they may come out having sex and then there's some people who come out and they not still mm-hmm. like and you just being patient and you're like all right well maybe this and then you get it and you like like we talked about the other time a lot of niggas don't really talk about how bad and whack sex is from women we just don't <laughs> we, just, old we just deal with the shit yeah. we deal with the yeah. shit and then we move on you know what i'm saying a lot of dudes most dudes don't try to fix or help a woman be better sexually they treat women as things Mm -hmm. that's not a good look that's not a good look but there also are guys i've been in this situation where you treat a woman that not like a thing you cherish her Mm -hmm. and you still get nothing Mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying yeah so it's kind of like you just gotta like y'all say it's about figuring that match out it's about figuring that setup out i don't think it's here in, in dallas (laughs) <laughs> you know, like no, I, no, you but that's why that. I say like for me, the reason I've been single as long as I've been single this time around is like I get everything I need being single. Mm-hmm. I can have sex a couple times a week, every week. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to worry about if somebody going to be tired or don't. So <laughs> I stay here. Right. You know, the other thing, G, uh, this is a conversation that we've had before about sex and things like that and how to have a conversation and be mature and all that. So as a woman uh, in relationships that that, you know, to this point, how do you have a conversation with your your man about some different things that you want to do sexually. How do you bring that conversation to your man? How do you do that? Cause man, egos are fragile. That's what I'm saying. Especially if they got a little dick. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like fragile. That's terrible. Two. That's terrible. You can't be fragile. I guess, you know, food. Well, I'm gonna assume that he doesn't have a small dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, assume he's got a for big the sake dick. of the conversation. <laughs> But, um, you know, I I think when we get to this place of maturity within ourselves, mm-hmm. these conversations aren't difficult to have. Mm-hmm. And I do understand that um, trauma, right, trauma uh, kind of prevents us from being able to talk about some things. Mm-hmm. And but it, but, you know, like 
I really see it as a regular conversation sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I get yes, that everybody yes. doesn't see it that way. You know, for me to just talk about what my needs are. And that might have to do with how old I am. Mm. You know, that might have to do with where I'm at in my life. Like, I don't have the time. You know, like literally, I don't have the time to, you know, wait for you to get it right. Yeah. You know, I don't have the time. So, um, you know, TikTok <laughs> life TikTok. is TikTok in a way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and maybe if more of us thought like that, like, you know, like I don't have the time to eat bad food. I don't have the time to have yeah. bad service. I don't have the time to be in a bad relationship, to have bad sex. Yeah. Maybe if we thought that way, we treat ourselves a lot, a lot better. better. Mm. I think I just got to that point, G, with you saying that to where I'm like, I don't have time to waste. My whole 30s, I like I'm 39. I'll be 40 this year. I can't say that I didn't want a kid because I did. I just wasn't in a situation that the the surface or the foundation was strong enough for me to be like, yo, let's keep this kid. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to live with somebody, but situations weren't conducive. I've seen too many people. And my brother, he'll be cool with this. I remember I, I may have told a story before, but the day that he was getting married, him and his uh, ex-wife used to argue all the time. And I remember tapping him on the shoulder at his wedding. And I said, are you sure you want to do this? Because marrying her is not going to make her argue less. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's some dudes or some women that be like, oh, if I'm in a relationship or have married, I'll do all these things. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm not taking your word that I'm getting an asshole if I put a ring on your finger. <laughs> right. If I barely get pussy now you see what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's those type of things and like you said i think if we look at it and say i don't want to waste my time i don't want to downplay my strengths mm-hmm. i literally felt like i wasted 10 years of my life mm. like to come out of my 30s with nothing well perspective don't don't I, you came out i came out with perspective but <laughs> yeah. it's like it's not any easier at my age because it's like yeah i got to date a woman with kids and like, yeah, how yeah, old definitely. are these kids? Right. What is this situation? Yes, yes. Or, you know, like young girls trying to holler and it's like some of them are cool, but some of them I can tell we ain't on the same mental wavelength. Right, right. So it would be a waste of my time. You see what I'm saying? No, I do. I guess and you. I think that's why a lot of times when people have an ex or whatever, they'd be like, all right, I'm going to go back and revisit revisit the situation. Familiar. Like, man, you talked about because yeah. it was familiar. And yeah. then two or three years, they done again. Exactly. Because it was never the situation you were supposed to be in. Nah, that's tough. That's tough. I also wanted to talk about going back to the the prize because that's what this whole episode is pretty much about. I wanted to talk about why does the value of a woman change based on her sexual prowess? That's interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like some dudes, like if she's this or that, like they rank that and be like, all right, well, if she's good in bed, I'll give her this. I don't think you should yeah. be good to a woman or not good to a woman based, based on, on sexual that. prowess. You know, no, not at all. But, you know, it's tough because we do live in a patriarchal, patriarchal society. Yeah. And so obviously in a patriarchal society as men, you know, the, the sexuality of women is going to be high value. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but I think that on an individual basis, if, you know, like it's like Kanye said, you know, pussy can't be your only hustle. Mm-hmm. Now I, at this point in my life, cause everybody pussy, ain't Naomi yeah, Russell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pussy can't be your only hustle. So I think that part of that, and I know it doesn't have nothing to do with age, yeah. but I think that the maturity level and experiences and things, wherever you are in your life, there was a point in time where pussy, you know, if you had yeah. some good pussy, that's cool. It's cool. You might be ranking at the top, yeah. but right now, nah. I'm a different person. But I do want to fix this thing, man. Like, I, I mean, no individual can fix it, but I hate where black relationships are. Mm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, explain, explain. Meaning just like we, like, there are some relationships that are in, in good spaces. Like, mm-hmm. they communicate well, so yeah. on and so forth. But every time you turn on social media or if you look at social media, so many women talking about what women what men aren't mm. and there's so many men talking about what women yeah, aren't that's and then when you have a woman that's emotional they repost all of this shit because oh, that's God. what they feel in the moment that's but it's like that's not even who you are right i see so many women do this shit and i'm just like that ain't gonna be the way to get you a dude nah if you posting shit dogging dudes because you're emotionally fucked up over your last guy mm. come on man yeah but we but we not also open to have those conversations and that's where like I know you know she talked about that before we had a conversation recently but we talked about the importance of you know having someone yeah. that can have those conversations someone that can help you navigate through some of those discussions Man. and those feelings and women and be pushing stuff too Casey. though women yeah. be, I remember I had this one chick she went and hung out with this guy and then wanted to take me to the same restaurant I said if I did that shit to you <laughs> Even if I offered it, she like, oh, no, no, I, we can order and go pick it up. If I did that shit to you, <laughs> you wouldn't even be fucking with me. Some women just do. I just feel like now in these days and times, there's a lack of respect for one another, period. Period. Across the board. Across the board, mm-hmm. bro. 
we all got to do better at respecting people, man. Like no women bad. are not our sexual objects or not no. just a whole for us to do shit with when we want. I saw this guy, his name was the preaching. I think it was the preaching poet. And he was like in church, it was a white guy. He was like, they tell men about sex. They don't really talk to women about sex because mm-hmm. the man is like, all right, if you save off on this and don't do this, well, you know what? By the time you get married, you'll find a woman who could do all those things. But nobody talks about the woman. They just be like, oh, you need to do this, that. You're just a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's fair either. Not at all. But I don't know how we get past it. Why? What you? What's that face for, Jane? You know, um, <laughs> you know, I'm really proud of you guys to have these conversations. So it's important because I think it enlightens. You know, I think it enlightens people. Um, I think you know, there's a saying about being equally yoked, mm. and I think we don't know our checkoff list with ourselves, mm-hmm. right? To know wh- what that person needs to look like in our lives. And I think we don't know that because we don't know what we want. Mm -hmm. And I think it's something a lot about what you guys were saying, you know, um, in terms of, you know, finding someone, whether, you know, however you find them and you noticing off the bat that intellectually, you know, or sexually, you're not compatible or emotionally and being able to be brave enough to say, you know what? I really don't think this will work and move on so that we're not spending 15 and 20 and 30 years in something that's dead. And somebody got to be willing to let go. Somebody got somebody has to be willing to let go. And it has to be it has to be it has to be you. Yeah. You've got to fight for what you want in your life. And that's what it sounds like this real discussion is about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, fighting for what's important in my life, whatever that what's important is. And as for sex, you know, being a high priority, I mean, sex is a high priority for the meaning that we spoke about mm-hmm. for me, for the meaning of being able to heal him and him to heal me. That's the high priority. That's my priority sex at this time. Itself, yeah. You know, sex in and of itself, you always find somebody to fuck. Exactly. You know, that's not, <laughs> right. that's not difficult. Mm-hmm. Whether they're a bad fuck or a good fuck, you can make a fuck into, a bad fuck into a good fuck, yeah. you know. You just be selfish. Yeah, true. Uh, true. Yeah. <laughs> true. You know? get, let me get mine. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. I mean, you can, you can kind of create it, which is why people stay a long time, I, I think. I don't want to do that. Nah. But I think when. Yeah, I think when you get to this place where you want sex to be this thing that um, that changes you, that softens you, both the man and the woman. I mean, you can't I I can't think of anything that can soften a man up more than more than (laughs) sex. It's vulnerable. (laughs) I mean, hey, I I was talking to somebody the other day. You know how when you fucking and it's like that octave just lower. Girl, fuck. <laughs> you're like niggas. You you can't even have shit. God damn. And you know I didn't talk. I need to get it. And when you really connect is when, for me, when I'm like, yo, I I have these conversations off wax where I'm like, hey, babe, like you know, last time you was doing this, man, like in my mind it was just like I wanted to be like, yo, you fucking bitch, like go, oh, like you want to say some shit. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When you having sex and you in that moment, it ain't no like. Yeah, baby, that's not no. Nah, nah, goddamn, nah, nah, bitch, nah. suck you fucking right. slut. Like, do that shit. Yeah, and then when a motherfucker and when I'm, and the girl be like, yeah, I be I'm your slut. I'm your slut. Mm-hmm. I'm and yours. Look, and yeah. G and G, and I was gonna say this, so I'm glad you said that. I, I need you to also just let the people know that uh, although you're talking about <laughs> sex being. You know, healing and therapeutic yeah. and all that. It doesn't mean uh, it's just that. For you. Yeah, it's just that. It's oh, not, it's no, just, of yes, course yes. not. Yeah, I you got to let them know, you know, though, because they, you know, they don't we know. We have you. to dive deeper no, because listen, people don't I, understand we, that. No, we just got done. I think you guys heard me say that, you know, with my partner, you know, like at first, you know, he was saying, you know, he likes very soft, sweet mm. love yeah. sex. And I was like, oh, God, <laughs> I remember saying we're not going to be sexually compatible because a, a sister likes to get fucking choked and smacked every <laughs> like now and then. handled. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and just... so but but see, that's the problem. We are mm. always putting things in fucking categories. In boxes. Just because I say just because I say you feel me and just because I say I want I get a healing from it doesn't mean it has to be this. This kind of way. Yes. The healing be whatever fucking kind of way. It could be like, bitch, suck my dick, crawl yep. to me. Yep. Whatever the whatever. fuck. Yep. See, <laughs> the problem is we have these ideas yeah. about what love is, about what sex is. Imagine if we, what we really, what, what, what if we had no ideas about it? What if my healing comes in whatever way it comes? How to you I feel it. 
Right. Hey, man. I, Wednesday, yeah. I might be in a totally different fucking mind, um, you know, a different <laughs> mind frame. So Monday, yes, I might want to be made love to. Mm, I can, right. you know, often mm. sweet, but maybe Thursday I had By a Thursday? real fucking Oh, no. I, we pull it here. We yeah. tie it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's the weekend, baby. Come on, man. You got to see. That's the thing. But like you were saying, it's healing. And if you mm-hmm. look at it in a way, some women I've dated women where they like, I don't really like rough sex. Well, what does that leave me when I want something that way? <laughs> yeah. I got to go get it from somewhere else. I know. See, yeah. I done dated girls who like, I don't like my pussy being a what am I like to eat pussy. So if I tap into you, yeah. what right. do I get? What am I getting? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you if that's the case, if that's the situation. I mean, at that point, that, a conversation needs to be had. Yeah. You don't like getting your pussy? Hey, I like to eat right. pussy. Mm. How do we figure this right. out? How are we going to figure it out? Bro. But see, that's that's where, to me, the, that's where I grew up. Okay, so I grew up in the sense of, you know, I only liked, listen, I have always said on 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 the G Lounge podcast, and I'm, I'm very open and honest, that I didn't know what making love was. Mm. I, I, my, according to my life coach, uh, five years ago, I've been fucking my way through my entire <laughs> life and I had no idea, Me too. you know, mm-hmm. I had no idea. Like yeah. when she was like Gina, like literally she was like, you've never made love. And I was like, what the fuck is the difference? Yeah. I didn't yeah. understand. Like it's going in the same place. I had a really hard time. So what, how did you get, where, how did you grasp it? What, what helped you get to that point where you're like, okay, I know what making love is. Cause I can tell you my story. I know exactly. Yeah. We need to hear. I, I'm going to, I, and I've, <laughs> and I've stayed true to what I'm going to say to you. Okay. It was my partner that helped me understand. Yep. And it had to be a, that particular partner because nigga, niggas in general don't care if you fucking them. Nope. Look, they happy yeah. with it. Oh my God, but you said a Imagine word. <laughs> someone like, I need you to stop fucking me. I need you to stop fucking me and I need us to have a conversation. Like I was, uh, I'm baffled. Yeah. What, what is the problem? Yeah. You coming, I'm coming. Everything <laughs> yeah, is right, all good. Yeah. We're dancing. <laughs> but, but you know, that's, that's that, that's that thing about that. See, this is why no one can tell me about what healing is not. Yes. That's why healing is in that capacity yep. because I never used it for that. Yep. I used it for to come. Yep. I didn't see any other. Anything else I never yeah. even. I never even liked foreplay. And 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 Francis has heard my stories, and so has everybody. I didn't even like foreplay. Yeah. I didn't no understand kissing or foreplay. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't kiss. I didn't. Um. I didn't. I don't like the. I don't like all that. All touching. that extra, yeah. Look, just put Get it to in. It, yeah. we, I didn't understand. I'm ready. It. Look, I'm ready. Yep. I'm ready. I felt like I'm, 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 you know, I'm always on the ready. I'm yeah. always on the go. But until someone significant, right, that checked off all the boxes. But I also had to be in a place where I realized that, you know, I need a little more yeah. than what I'm putting out there. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I get and it. so then so then that person actually stopped and was like, no, you're not going to fuck me. And so that blew that blew my mm-hmm. fucking like. So how did how did how did you change and take that? If you didn't take it in a negative way, how did you like? How did you get back on? You know, get back on the horse, if you will, and like do the right way that that person mm-hmm. needed it to be. Right. So it comes back to this thing about being able to discuss your sexual needs, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And me not looking me being vulnerable and remember how you know we were talking and i was saying there's nothing like sex to soften you yeah. a man woman and it softened me there was something about the way that he did it softened me yeah. and it allowed me to be able to open up to this person that you mm. see now yeah you know it allowed me to be it allowed me to be vulnerable it allowed me to use my feminine energy and feel safe yeah. You know, and okay. I don't think I would have gotten that way if I wouldn't have known what love was or be made love to. Yeah. I wouldn't have I, you. I would not be sitting here saying if that man said to me, listen, I need you to cook me some food. Nigga, what 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 do you need? <laughs> what do you goddamn? need? What, what, how much do you need? Do you <laughs> want do you want chicken? You want fish? You want oxtails? <laughs> Get in there. You know but, but but you you gotta have that man. I, I've I've been in situations where I've dated women and it didn't get to that point mm-hmm. where the conversations didn't work, nothing worked. And then for me, 
as a guy, I started to be like, okay, maybe I'm not that guy. Mm. Like, maybe I'm not that guy. So then you move out of the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then that's the part where I talk about it's like somebody has to be able to walk away Mm -hmm. because I've removed myself from situations and women will keep trying. And it's like, but I'm not getting what I need. So why are you chasing me? And I'm I'm going the other way. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You follow me down the street. You follow me down the street. But when I come back home, ain't nothing there for me. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. So I just think it's it's important to have a conversation. I don't think women should be judged based on their sexual prowess, high or low. You just need to figure out, all right, this is for me. This ain't for me. And the sooner you figure it out, if it's not going to change, get out. Mm. Quickly. Yeah, real quick. Expeditiously. As T.I. says, expeditiously. Yeah, it's easy. I I think it's easier said than done, but I think it's very Very important. Very true. I think that we should normalize having that conversation, getting to that point and saying, okay, we have to agree that we're not the ones for each other and go in another direction. But I also understand why a lot of women don't give it to niggas early because a lot of niggas just be fucking them. Exactly. Like, a, yes. just think about this. If a nigga fuck you, most time the best sex is not the first time. No, no, no. So think of a I dude fuck a girl. Yeah, so think about if a dude <laughs> fuck a girl, he don't like her, he felt like the conversation was whatever, but he fucked her and he's on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of women are left with like, damn, I'll never do this again. Then it could be a guy who yeah, sees you for who man. you are. Yeah. You can get those things, but you never do it again or you never even try the shit, bro. Right. That's why I'd be like, for me, anytime I'm in a relationship or dating a girl and I feel like I'm not that dude, I'm out. Out of there. Right. I'm out of there, bro. So wait, you gotta me tell too. your story about when you realize the difference between making love and fucking. Uh yeah. so I have to be very um intentional about this and then I have to say a few things. First of all, it was interracial. And it's kinda like me and you talk like when you were in high school. You know what I'm saying? Like that was really I felt like this interracial situation was not because and this is I say that because it wasn't because it was an interracial situation. Right. It Just was so because happened. that upbringing, her upbringing was different. It was because the way she treated me, the way she talked to me, her love was never empty handed. It was never one sided. Yeah. It was never a chore. Meaning when she gave me something like it wasn't, it was intentional. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't like, well, I'm going to give him something so he could do this mm-hmm. or I'm going to do that. And that's most women. Yes, it is. What And that's that what have you done for me lately type of thing to where, yeah, if you hold me, then maybe I'll give you some head. No, <laughs> I want a woman who loves me so much that when we get to that point and we've crossed that boundary of love, you're doing things to me because you want to take care of me. Because you want to. And that's what she always said to me. I want to take care of you. I want to look out for you. I feel good when I make you feel good. And guess what? When a person does that, I'm breaking my neck to make them feel good. Exactly. So then we just together. we just tripping over each other, dick and pussy all the time, <laughs> gifts, hands, jerking, kissing, yeah, yeah, yeah. pleasantries, whatever. And literally, I know for me, since I've been single these last five years, literally, I got homegirls that be like, yo, you seem happy. You seem happier than you ever been. And it's because mm-hmm. a woman fucking tapped into my love language mm-hmm. and she's treating me well. Mm. It's that That's simple. Critical. My love language. Your so love if, language. If, 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 if I'm dating one of G's homegirl and her homegirl say, I like to go out, but I ain't a money's person. But I'm always trying to prove something to her by my pocketbook mm. when she keep telling me that's not what I like. Yeah. I need the emotional side of you. I need to tap into something that it's going to drop an anchor and you ain't going to easily just get up and run. That's right. I had a woman say, I never knew if you were always going to, I never knew if you were going to stay because you always threatened to leave. I always threatened to leave because I never got what I needed at home. Mm. It's that fucking simple. It's that simple. These conversations are real important. It's not people. rocket science, it's people. Really not. It's if really you not. love somebody, if you love a, a man and he's good to you, love him like you love your child, just differently. Just differently. And yeah. an adult, man, it's that simple. You're already equipped with the tools. Way, right. And the thing that I hate the most is when we watch TV and you got so many people that don't know how to love, especially women, when all these motherfuckers do is watch love shows. Oh, yeah. They I see know. somebody kissing, hugging, they watching all these dating shows. You see what not to do mm-hmm. and you know what to do. What's but, so hard about it? But that shit, see, that's the that's the thing. Like what you said is so important is that we come into these relationships with our own baggage, with our own baggage. You know what I mean? And and that might be things that we've. And they just carry on either. They throwing shit under the. Oh, plane. for real. They, we talking about things that we've seen in relationships, our own relationships. We also talking about things we've seen growing up. Yeah, like, bro. That shit, if you don't have those conversations, a lot of that stuff is really with you. You just don't realize it. you're not conscious about it. Yeah, bro. You got to talk about that thing. All bro. the shit that people like, I know a lot of times growing up, you would hear, I always hear a lot of, you know, black women be like, oh, white girls be doing this shit. That's stupid shit. Mm-hmm. To hear Gina in here tonight saying the shit as a black woman mm-hmm. that she does. 
I love it. And I wanted her here to say those things because it ain't no white woman. It's not a white woman thing. Right. That's not, the no, thing no, no, I want to no. say. Yeah. When be, oh, all the white girls right. taking our men. It ain't white women taking them. It's women who are doing the shit that them niggas need. That's taking your men. Right, they sucking dick. They mm-hmm. staying in shape. They jerking. They cooking and they pleasing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and and other people are like, oh, well, you know, I'm tired. I'm Nah, man, come on. Right. That's why I say having Gina on here, I wanted to, it's not a black or white thing. No. It's whether you want to do it or not. Right. Yeah, racism brought us up and black women was in the field with us. We can't keep using that shit. Mm-hmm. We love to right. say it was 400 years ago. Nigga, y'all can't break a chain 400 years later. <laughs> right. <laughs> And it's an important chain. It's a chain I mean, I'm just saying break. it's an important chain. It's but a chain God we got. It's a chain we got. TD Jake's breaking chain, but niggas break chains every Sunday. <laughs> every Sunday. <laughs> but y'all yeah, niggas can't break these Jim Crow chains. Come on, man. Come on. You know, I, I think for a lot of, and I'm not, of course, the speaker of, of black women, but I think for a lot of black women, there's so much pain and trauma. Yeah. And um, I don't. And and passed down from their mothers and all kinds of stuff, you right. know, like as an educator, I find that the, the, the most of my students who are messed up are the ones with mama drama. Mm-hmm. Right. So the boys um, huh? and the girls. Yeah. You know, whenever there's a mama drama issue, you know, the mama's messed up. It, it, it just ooh, it changes the whole ooh, game. This sure does. Changes everything, you yeah. know, so. Um, But my point in saying that is, you know, of course, I have black girlfriends and but what I get, what I hear a lot of what Anthony is saying um, is, is that what happens, I think, with us is that we hear these stories from our mothers, our parents, you know, about, you know, these niggas is no good. Don't do this. Make sure you have your own stuff. Fuck them. They don't. Yep. And so we grow up with that mindset mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. And we waiting for you to fuck up so we can prove yep. that you. It's almost See? like that self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. So so we have all these walls built up. You know, you can't do this for me. I can do it myself. I could be the father and the mother. Woman, yeah. You, my, my mother, you know, my mother told me that you, all of that yep. stuff. And we just bring it into a relationship. What? And I think. I, you know, I, 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 I look for us. I hope, or my prayer for us, is we would peel that shit. Peel that back. shit off yeah, for sure. Yeah. How do we? So, uh, shit. I'm trying to think of what I was about to say real quick. Fuck me. <laughs> I was trying to not cut off. God damn. Well, I, well, I was gonna say that's a, what's a, one of my pet peeves is what's that is when women uh, want to celebrate Father's Day. When you say when they want to, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. as a woman, father. I'm like, stop, please stop. Yeah. Now I understand the situation and all that, but let's not go there. That's a little yeah. pet peeve of mine. Yeah. This is me being vulnerable. But also, that's where I was going to go to. Also, it's a, it's a. I hear a lot of my homegirls even talk. They be having kids, and then a nigga be like, I don't want to date no woman with kids. But mm-hmm. those women get mad. But it's like you don't want to date no nigga with kids. <laughs> and I don't care how much money you got or what you do. Kids are baggage to a person who mm-hmm. doesn't have it. That's true. They have to accept you and them. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't. And like for me, I know my last two or three relationships has been women with kids. Mm-hmm. They are, but also with the same token, they're better caretakers for the most part. Yes, because they already have done that mm-hmm. for their child. Yes, but like Gina said, it's so true. So many of us, like we're wearing the layer. Even men, mm-hmm. we're wearing that pimp shit. That that even in your DNA, people like to talk about things that harm them this dna but when it's against them or like and what i'm trying to get to is black men we've talked about this before mm-hmm. a lot of these niggas is player they come from come from africa mm-hmm. where you got 10 wives right. then you come from africa you come over here they slutted us out with the jim crow law right. all up and down through the south at every fucking plantation mm-hmm. these niggas done sold their raw oath to 30 different women mm-hmm. you don't think that shit's in these niggas dna exactly but it takes unlearning those so. learned behaviors. You don't, how many times, bro, I'm telling you, I didn't been in situations where I've slept with women and after it's over, I feel disgusting because I knew that I didn't want that shit. Yeah. But I did it because the urge of my loins. Mm-hmm. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, nah, bro. Yeah. I yeah. need something. A little more control. When, so when, after my last breakup, everybody knew I used to date Artesia, but it was like after we broke up, like when I got out here, I was like, I was fucking around for like the first six months and I was just like, this shit is not what it yeah, used this, to be. This ain't, and this ain't what I want. And this no ain't more. what I want. After yeah. being in a relationship with her for so long, she was a good woman. She was decent. And it was just like, after that, it was just kind of like, damn, I'm dating all these social media bitches and girls who look good, but they have no substance. Nothing. Then I was just like, might as well fuck them. <laughs> then I started looking at myself and I was like, I don't like how I feel. Mm-hmm. And really? honestly, until a man looks at himself and says, I don't like how I feel. 
I want more. Like I say all the time now, I tell you all the time I call you, I'll be like, bro, I wake up in the morning, I go to bed at night, I be smoking, I wake up, I'll be like, yeah, this ain't it. Yeah. I can pick up a phone and call a girl to slide through, but that's not what I want. Not, I want to, I want to, I want to like hear if, like, if my girl upstairs taking a shower, like, it's the thought of knowing she's up there, mm-hmm. knowing somebody else is sharing a space with you, sharing a life with you. Yeah. And that's where the route that I'm on, which is why it's easy to be like, nah, you talking about fucking. Oh, you got a big ass? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you got a big ass. Go upstairs, beat this shit out, and get your mind right before <laughs> right. you fuck this shit get up. Get that baby batter off your off brain. Off your brain. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. But uh, we got to get ready to wrap it up, Gina. I do appreciate you being here. <laughs> what are you smiling for? <laughs> Just, <laughs> the baby gee, batter. That was funny. He loves that baby batter. <laughs> I mean, it's real shit. But it is real shit, it's bro. Real shit. I mean, you make some of your best decisions when you think it with a clear head, bro. <laughs> right. As soon as you bust it. <laughs> I literally, I done went upstairs and asked it a full stop. Bro, I'm literally, I done literally had girls like recently talking to me. And I'd be like, I know this ain't it. I go upstairs, rub that motherfucker. Like Martin said, 1-800-STROKEY-DOKE. <laughs> and I come back downstairs and I'm like, yo, I was about to make a real bad decision. Exactly. A that real quick. bad decision. That quick. That quick, bro. All because you're a dick. I tell people, look at your dickhead. That motherfucker got little grooves in it. It's a brain. It's real. That no, motherfucker looks like a it brain. Got on head for real. You know what I'm saying? Unless yeah. your shit too small and it's just there. <laughs> but I mean, you if you got any kind of length to this motherfucker, you should see little like yeah, little grooves, little in grooves in that motherfucker. Like he thinking. <laughs> then when he swell up, there's no lines in that motherfucker. Oh, it's, it's done. Shit, <laughs> that's real. So Mouth I want you watering already. What'd she say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I said my mouth is watering. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. That's why I like Gene on here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's right. about real conversations and it's talking the way you talk. Uh, be sure to, where can we find you at, Gina? Oh, you can find me at Gina Humber on Instagram. And G Lounge Podcast. And, and the G Lounge 1-1 Podcast, of course. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We appreciate you being here, man. We appreciate your time. You don't have to hang up just yet. Yeah. Uh, th- hey, look, thanks for getting ready so quick. Quick, because this, like, this was like a, a few hours, like yeah. two hours before we got on here. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you pulled it you know, out, G. Yeah, you pulled it out. Mom's going to get it together. You know? <laughs> I got your candles in the background. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's grown woman shit right there. What's up? We're gonna gonna go out, uh, Spider. First of all, I want to say thanks to the listeners. This is episode, I mean, season 15, episode 340, man. Y'all been fucking with us for a long time. We will be doing some episodes kind of like this in the off season. Planning to come and come back around July, August, but we will be doing some more stuff. Next season is the last season. That's it. We pivoting. Me and Frank will still be here. We're trying to figure out the rest. Casey will be here. Artiz will be here for the next season. And we'll figure out the rest after that. But we got a season coming up. It'll be 10 to 15 episodes. And then we're moving on to something bigger, y'all. We Hopefully, you guys are enjoying this shit, have enjoyed it all these fucking years. Yeah. Nine years, man. Hey, nine years you've been doing this. I got to cut this shit off, bro. Right. I'm not the same person. No, you're not. But that's the that's the growth. People, your, your growth is documented, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's documented, bro. Nine years. For real. Your whole 40s. The whole decade. 30, I mean, man. the 30s, my man, bad. Come on, man. Don't age, I'm, man. I'm, 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 I'm there this I'm year. I'm in my 40s. But you know bad. what, though? That's what's got me to this point. It yeah. wasn't until 39 years old where I was like, damn, I think I'm ready to live with somebody. There you go. I had to do that shit in my own time. Yeah. I would have fucked anybody else's life up prior to. <laughs> Spider, we're going to go out to, uh, first of all, Spider, thanks for being here. Frank, as always, you've been riding with me the indeed, whole season. Artesia Casey, thanks for season 15. And we're going to go out to Last Call, Kanye West. If you haven't watched Yeezy. Genius, the documentary on Netflix, you're missing Gotta it's, check it out. It's a hit, bro. I ain't seen it yet. I see why that nigga's so cocky. <laughs> I'm on my way. I got next, goddamn. Yeah, for real. I said toast, motherfucker. La 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 Raise your glasses, your glasses, your glasses to the sky. This is the last call for out.